Talk Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Get ready to raise a toast with Seattle's most spirited hour of talk, Happy Hour Radio. Explore the best in Washington wines, beer, spirits, food, and more with your guide, Seattle sommelier, Christopher Chan. It's Happy Hour Radio, right now on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Well, hello, Seattle. Hello, Puget Sound, and welcome to Happy Hour Radio. I'm your host, Christopher Chan, event sommelier, your weekend wine guy, and your Commodore of cocktails. Hey, folks, uh, so glad you're joining me right here in 570 KVI every Saturday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. If you ever miss a show, you have to check out the website because we have about 130 shows all ready for you to share and enjoy. And uh, I like to vacuum while listening to my own show. <laughs> you do your housework. It's happyhourradio.net. So tell your friends and uh, tune in, uh, turn on, and uh, pour on, I should say. Um, I love to travel, and part of this show is about me and the world of wine and food and friends and people and places, and uh, one of my favorite places is France. Um, I learned French when I was in high school, and I always tell people that I fell in love. How did they, I get the question a lot of times. Chris, how did you get in the wine business? I said, well, you know what? I, was, I learned French, and when I went to Burgundy back in 1985, um, I actually helped my family get from the train station, airport to the train station to the hotel with my limited amount of French. And uh, I tell everybody that I fell in love with French food, French girls, and French wine. And so here I am uh, a couple of years later, um, still digging it. And uh, that's how I got started. But I am actually uh, want to invite you to join me for a trip to France. This is... Um, going to be an amazing experience and it's something that I'm just learning from my first for the first time Um, it's Provence it's been there for like ever of course it's one of the uh, the birthplaces of of wine and when you think about Provence uh, I love the sun and well I'll just say this God bless all those people from Nice and and and, on rest their souls and and it's we're so sad but next year we hope that everything is going to be beautifully uh poignant and uh, delicious. Um, well, I should not talk about it. I've got an expert here. I've got Domina Wyman, who is uh, with Experi.com, and that's one of our local travel uh, agencies. It's actually more than a travel agency. Actually, they put these uh, handcrafted itineraries together, and Domina is an expert at this. I think she's got dual citizenship because uh, she got such flair and she dresses well. She must be from Europe. Hey, Domina. Hey, welcome hey, to Happy Hour. You? I'm great. You like my sneakers? I like your sneakers. Uh, I do like your sneakers because you're in and the sweater and the blouse and all that stuff. Um, uh, so glad to have you. I'm really excited about this opportunity. And my friend Jamie Dunn reached out to me and said, hey, Chris, um, you seem to be a bon vivant. And she was right on that. And uh, I've uh, had the pleasure of doing some cruises for uh, Windstar on a couple occasions and doing France and Spain and uh, Portugal. Um, I'm excited. I've never been to Provence. I shouldn't say I've been to Nice, but I haven't actually been to the wine country because I was just sitting by the pool drinking all the rosé, so I didn't have to go far. Um, You are an expert person. An expertise is actually putting itineraries together. Is that right? That's right. I put itineraries together. I build itineraries from the ground up. Exciting things, things that the normal tourists can only dream about. I dig around for weeks and find interesting... uh, 
authors and um, cooking classes culture, right? and culture and uh, one-star uh, meals with fantastic wine and try to put together groups that give you a fantastic feeling. Let's talk about Experi. So this is a, a company that is, um, is it based in Seattle? It's based on Bainbridge Island. Bainbridge Island, okay. And I've worked with Rob Rector for years, uh, building itineraries. Uh, Italy and uh, France is the itineraries. They're the itineraries that I do. He There's a, a big selection of trips that they do. Oh, I'm that sure. They do. I mean, it's the world. Uh, Are you trilingual? Can you speak Italian and French? I speak Italian, but speak not, Italian. not French, unfortunately. Uh, je ne parle français. <laughs> everyone says, oh, you've got to learn French now. Well, it took me five years to learn Italian. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> but I'll, I'll try one of these days. All right. Well, that's great. Um, how long have you been with Xperi? Uh, I've been with Xperi. I've been with Rob for five years, All right. six years. And how many trips? Are you actually on the ground? You build these itineraries. Are you um, handling the group, or are you uh, overseeing some of the uh, the events and execution? I, I, I do see, oversee the execution. I drive to France and start going around talking to people and uh, uh, meeting people, um, Looking at hotels and uh, organizing the days one by one, and um, how many people are on these tours? They're small. They're intimate. They're around fifteen. Fifteen. That's 15. great. Well, we actually, like to- we'll say sixteen because they're mostly couples. There's the <laughs> there's the one. Well, the person who's uh, well. A lot of times, people come with a partner, whether it's two sisters or. Sure. A mother and daughter, yeah. and we, the, room, we the are, room costs the same. With right, right, Single or exactly, double. exactly. So these so, these are full tours, right? You you're actually with with exception of travel airfare, you do basically transfers, and then you put them on this this itinerary that includes meals and activities. Exactly, and we organize a trip that you can have fun and you can learn things and you can relax. It's um, organized in a fun way, but not so rigid that you feel like you're being herded around with a cattle prod. That's good. You, I've been up on the cruises, you, and I thought that you know when you go the excursions off a cruise, especially with a big boat, you're just in lines. No, we don't want to do lines that. Lines and a bus, and it's just no. That never happens. Oh, good. So no. this, I mean, with, with uh, fifteen it's to very twenty elegant. people, yeah. Excellent. And so everyone, you got your own private transportation. Um, From the airport to the airport. You are picked up and you're dropped off at the airport. Excellent. Uh, So should we bring one bag? Do people overpack for these things? Uh, Yes. They do. (laughs) That's just American. I need all these shoes and I need all these coats. It's good to bring, you know, one good-sized bag and then your carry-on. All right. And uh, can we drink the water? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we we give you lots of water. We have water with us all the time for you. Yeah. We have water on the bus. We have... So it's five star. Oh. You're making uh, everyone feel great it's, and it's, comfortable, but not necessarily totally doted on. No. I mean, nobody wants to be that suffocated. Yeah. You know, people like free time. People like to go shopping. People like to So there's free time. So you, let's, let's talk about one of the itineraries. Give me a day in Provence. A day in Provence. Well... Uh, I mean, for me, it would be like kicking back, drinking some rosé, hanging by the pool, and waiting for some cheese. <laughs> well, you can do that. Yeah, that's we, me. We won't make you go okay. with us. Well, well for yeah. example, one day we go to uh, the Camargue, and we 
are uh, all in four-wheel drive Jeeps, and, you know, you can stand up and look at the... Really? Like a safari? Uh Uh-huh, like a French safari. And you can, uh, we see the the flamingos and the wild horses and bulls. Uh, We have a beautiful picnic lunch there with champagne. Uh. Very, very relaxing and educational. And how much wine is involved? I mean, this is about, when you think of France, you think about wine and food. I have never had anyone complain that there wasn't enough wine. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, when you're eating and drinking a lot, um, people will say, you know, after three or four days, you know, I I was concerned when I came that I wouldn't have enough wine, but I have had enough wine. So, you know, you, you, it's civilized, but you are... So these, Very well taken care of. And, and talk about some of the restaurants. Are these restaurants you actually have relationships with and hotels you have relationships with? And, uh, you know, the venues that you're going out to enjoy the culture, you, you've established these, right? Right. It's a marriage. Oh, you know, we've worked together for Let's call it a good dating a relationship. <laughs> we've worked together for a long time, and we trust each other, and we depend on each other. And you know, it takes it, it, it doesn't marriage. actually happen uh, overnight. I mean, there are many places I go, and after yeah. you know, just talking to people, I know I'm not, not going to be work. coming back. It's not going to work because you know we have a, a criteria. And um, and so you are the the person who establishes the itinerary and actually is, is there on site to help oversee it. Or I'm not always there. We have guides that are very very. Um, very knowledgeable, clever, knowledgeable, clever, fun, funny, handsome, clever because you know <laughs> you you have to organize fifteen people and the guides are are fabulous really the 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 clients love them they they will write us and say wherever Kiara's going wherever Marie is going that's where we want to go next year. Oh, well, I love it. So um, speaking with uh, Domina Wyman, who is the uh, chief itinerary director for these great trips, um, and we're going to go on a trip to Provence in 2017 in October, and I invite you to check it out. We're going to have all this information on the website. It's uh, happyhourradio.net. This will be like a week-long plus. Um, you have to get to France, and then we uh, get to hang out. We'll be doing restaurants and uh, art and wineries and just uh, great culture and relaxing and enjoying the actual countryside of Provence because that's what the beauty is with the the garrigue the what is it, the violets and the lavender lavender yeah and driving through the countryside and you the smell tarragon yeah. and then the next mile you smell chives and then lavender and it's it's incredible really, mm. it's beautiful do you go to Mont Grasse at all no we don't okay I've been there yes at Le Alcitaine. Lacetain, right? Mm, mm, yeah, mm. they make that special lotion. You know, I I, <laughs> I lived I live in in Italy part time, part of the year, and I fell in love with Tuscany you know, twelve years ago and bought a home there. And then when I went to France and started working, I thought, gee, maybe I made a mistake. <laughs> uh, well, Tuscany is lovely. Of course, more hilly than. And uh, Provence is lovely. Oh, uh, I uh, so beautiful. Nice is very nice. I love all that spots, and of course, I love rosé because uh, I actually made some rosé. Um, so, how do we learn more about these trips? Uh, you can go to Xperi.com, and there is uh, our food and wine uh, portion of the company that's called Gourmandly. 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 Mm, that's you an can, adverb, right? 
You can click on Gourmandly (laughs) and you can find out about the trips that we do. And this is called The Essence of Provence. This is what we'll be doing in October 2017. And uh, it's seven days, uh, six nights, fantastic accommodations, first-class transportation, world-class dining, and uh, there's never anything you need. Actually, seven days, eight nights. Oh, seven days, eight nights. All right, bonus night. Yeah, bonus (laughs) night. We do markets. How's it seven days, eight nights? How's that work? You get in at night, I guess, huh? That must be it. Well, that's really fun. And so Xperia.com and Gourmandly is the the little segment of your company that actually focuses on world-class culinary and wine Mm -hmm. wine travel. And I'm really blessed and, and, uh, well, excited about actually going to Provence. Um, It'll be in October 2017, and I invite everybody, uh, if you ever want to sort of dig into a real experience and get to know the people, the culture, the food, the wine, with somebody who actually, I guess that would be me, (laughs) somebody who can help you, help guide you, and actually, uh, I know a little French, so I can help translate as well. But uh, check it out, it's Xperia.com, and I'll have the information on the website someday. It's a happy hour radio.net, of course, October 11th through the 18th, 2017. week in Provence has got to be amazing. In, in fact, October is really a great time to go because you're just getting the colors and the harvest. And the olive oil. And the olive oil, sure. And of course, the the regular French tourists have actually gone back to their, their regular jobs. <laughs> they took, they had their six weeks off and now they're going back home. So really fun. Um, uh, Domina Wyman, you are the uh, itinerary master, and I'm excited about what you'll be producing for us on uh, October of 2017. Xperia.com, the essence of Provence. This is a great tour. I invite you to join me and my sweetheart. We'll be, um, well, I'm sure we'll be gaining some weight because we'll have a good time. Domina, hey, thanks for joining me and happy hour Thank radio. you. Thanks a lot. Oh, I loved it. Um, hey, folks, that is just a, uh, just a brief summary. In fact, it's so new. We'll have all the information on the website, Xperia.com. And when we come back from this break, I'm going to have uh, some cool cats from uh, Washington and Oregon. We're going to talk about cheese and cider and all the good stuff. So stick around, folks. You're listening to Happy Hour Radio on 570 KVI. A Northwest original, Lars Larson, live weekdays, noon to 3, Talk Radio 570, KVI. KVI Want to Know Weekends continue. Now, back to Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right. Hey, folks, welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. Time for round two. Hope you got something great in your glass. I got, uh, speaking of two, I got two cool cats in the studio. Eric Jackson, the executive chef at Capital Cider, which is, uh, well... What is Capital Cider? It's up on Capitol Hill. It makes a lot of sense. I think they serve cider. And I got Greg Drobot, who is uh, the CFO for Face Rock Creamery down in Bandon, Oregon. Um, We're going to talk about cheese and cider. Two things that I really love. Not enough time to actually have him on the show as much as I'd like to. But Eric Jackson, Greg Drobot, welcome to Happy Hour. Thanks for having me. Hey, um, so Eric Jackson, executive chef. Where are you from? Uh, originally from Indianapolis, Indiana. 
Indianapolis. Okay. So you're an IU grad or did you go to school or what'd you do? Just an IU fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Purdue hater. Oh, uh, is that how it works? Oh, yeah. All right. What about I P I N U or whatever that one is? I U uh, I. I've been gone yeah. for so long. N U up 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 It's like that Hawaiian fish. So, how'd you get into cooking? Um, it all started with an omelet. Um, I saw the. Uh, that's exactly right. If you can make the omelet, that's how it starts. Yeah. Everyone thinks an omelet's easy. It's really not. And the perfect omelet is not. Yep. And it's really cool to see just some scrambled eggs get transformed into an omelet. It's so <laughs> delicious. Mmm. And that's what makes actually, you know, the French love eggs. And I think, you know, sometimes you see this great cooking, people are adding eggs to it. You're just like, damn, it makes it so much better. Can I say damn? I just did. <laughs> love it. So uh, you've made an omelet. What age was this? Uh, I would probably say about 10. Really? Yeah. Your mom was a cook? Uh, just a home cook. Yeah? Yeah. All right, what's your heritage? I see Jackson, but I see something like... Just you... a mixed, uh, you know, American mutt, an black in, and white. Indie mix. Yeah, indie mix, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, what brought you to Seattle? Um, the Midwest, so not much going on in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, oh, sure, it's uh, thunderstorms and humidity, tons humidity. of humidity. Corn, right? Corn's corn. really good. Tomatoes, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. But and basketball. All right, yeah. So uh, when did you arrive to Seattle? Uh, I arrived to say about thirteen years ago. Really? What was your first gig? Um, the first gig was probably I helped open the first Serious Pie. Oh, really? Was the first? Uh, oh, a little Tom Douglas uh, tutelage. Huh? That's right. Yeah. Cool. Um, I like Serious Pie. Some of the best pizza in town, for sure. Yeah, and I'm a big pizza fan, so I'm, you know, I'm picky, but you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> pizza is pizza, right? <laughs> yeah, it hits that spot. Um, tell me about some of the restaurants you worked at after Serious Pie. Uh, so Serious Pie, and then uh, when I opened up Spur Gastro Pub. Really? Yeah. As what a sous chef or a uh, garmanger? Sous chef. Uh, oh. Yeah. So then. I uh, went, had a lovely child, so then I went to go back and work at Dahlia Lounge. Worked Congratulations there for a on the child. Thank you. You thank look you. great. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Boy or girl? Girl. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, so you got two ladies at the house. All right, so now um, you have a regular shift. Are you working, are you working nights? Uh, I work days and nights, split. You know, got to stay in the restaurant yeah. to make sure everyone's doing their uh, job. Executive chef. So Capital Cider, um, tell me about this, uh, this premise. Um, so it's the nation's largest uh, cider bar. The nations. That is correct. The wow, nations. Oh wow! Was there like a, a cider magazine that you have to sort of apply to to make sure you get that, or is the Guinness Book of World Cider Records? I'm not sure. How do you get that? I How think you, you know? just do your research and then one up them. Oh, I see. That's okay. Right. Yeah. Add one more to the tab. <laughs> there yeah, there you go. And how many ciders do you have on uh, in the store? Um, so we have a bottle shop that holds about 150 bottles and then we have different brands you mean different brands yeah. you know from all over the world germany france new zealand spain you know spain all that good stuff new um, zealand cider yeah it's because we showed them how to make uh, how to grow apples that's right that's we did yeah I, know. I actually bought a new zealand cider that i've never tried so i can't wait to try it oh well fun you brought actually four five ciders here um tell me about the menu that at capital cider and where actually is capital cider uh so capital cider is on the corner of broadway 818 east pike um, so just west of Broadway on Pike Street. All right. And uh, large space open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner or what? Uh, huge space, two levels, full bar on two each. Two levels. Two levels, wow. full bar on each level. Um, open for <laughs> lunch Monday through Friday, brunch Saturday, Sunday, and dinner starts at 4. Oh. And happy hour? 
Uh, happy hour four to six, Monday oh. through Thursday. Okay. Well, that's fun. So it's right on the corner of Broadway and Pike. Broadway and Pike. Can't miss it. Can't miss what it. What are you next to? I think you're next to something cool, right? Uh, we're next to this new barbershop called the M Room, which just <laughs> opened up, and then. The other side is a Starbucks. I can see your head in there, man. You got the you got the good coiffure going on. Speaking with Eric Jackson, executive chef of Capital Cider, up there in Pike and Broadway, got to check it out. Um, what kind of food are you making? Uh, we do uh, contemporary American, so hits on classics, things that people can relate. Grilled to. cheese? No grilled cheese. Okay. Uh, we are 100% gluten free, um, but we have gluten free bread, gluten free pasta. You know we. That kind of stuff. Bar food, elevated, you know, wow. elevated bar food. So, like, an elevated burger? Uh, we have a burger. Yep. Oh, yeah, you know, you're not selling me on that burger. It's just like it's a great, it's a, it's a great burger. Mushroom Swiss, you know, half pound burger. So it's nice. Fat are you using and juicy. Uh, uh, Face Rock Creamery Swiss? We are not. They don't make a Swiss. <laughs> That's the only reason why. We and you be. have a relationship with uh, Greg Drobot, Drobot and uh, Face Rock, don't you? We do. We have That's a great cool. relationship. And, and uh, uh, Greg, how long have you been uh, in association with uh, Capital Cider? I'd say maybe about uh, six months or so. Oh, yeah. okay. And how long has Capital Cider been open? Like uh, 18 months? Uh, we just had our three-year anniversary oh. a few months back. So double that. Yeah. Okay, 36 months. Three years. Three years. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that party. I think I got an invitation. I saw that. And uh, how many ciders on tap? Uh, we have 20 on tap that are constantly rotating, um, so you get a lot of variety. It seems like it's never the same. Now, you have all sorts of different glassware for these ciders, because I know like in the beer world you need different glasses, or at least that's what people think or say. I mean, Yeah, right? it's the same for cider. You know, some ciders you pour in a 10-ounce glass, some in a 12, <laughs> some in a pint. <laughs> what do you pour in the pint? That's what, that, you haven't listed. <laughs> these are in pints. These are in 10-ounce, right? Yeah. Because 10-ounce sounds like it's more expensive already. It's going to be more expensive for sure, but... <laughs> But, you know, so you want that closed nose so you get more of the aromatics and that kind of thing going yeah, on. Yeah, is that it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And what's with the pint? You just want, you you just, just want to refresh you know, yourself. It's, it's like some Ace apple cider, and you just want to drink some. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite dish on uh, your menu? What should I come in and taste outside of uh, Face Rock Creamery cheeses? But what do you got? Um, let's say right now uh, we got a really good snap. You know, I like to use a lot of seasonal produce, so we got a really good snap pea, charred snap peas with treviso, grilled portobello dish. Um, snap peas and chorizo. Treviso. Oh, treviso is a cheese. Uh, treviso is actually a bitter green. Oh, it's a bitter green. Yes, yeah. that one. All right, all right. That's good. Oh, look at that. My engineer is eating snap peas. Um, okay, that's cool. So that's a that's a charred dish that's grilled, or is it uh, uh, sort of sautéed, or how's that produced? Yeah, it's charred in a cast iron pan. Get, get the pan super hot, ripping hot, throw the snap peas in there. Now, where did you learn that? Is that a, a tough and McCracken thing? Uh, nope, just years of experience. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. you know what? The cast iron pan is the mainstay of American cuisine. You can cook everything in that, can't you? They're amazing. All right, so you have um, obviously, obviously gluten-free, but you've got brunch, lunch, and dinner. Um, are the, the menus typically the same? You have some uh, uh, overlap, and you've got... You're not serving pancakes for dinner, I'm sure, but what do you got? Uh, we're not serving pancakes for dinner. Uh, we try to keep the brunch menu... To the brunch menu, so we have a bunch of egg dishes that we don't have available Monday, Monday through Friday, um, that, like chilaquiles, which mm. is you know with the smoked chicken, that's a big hit. You guys smoke it in house? Oh yeah. Oh wow. What kind of wood? Uh, apple. Apple wood, cold smoked, huh? Hot smoke. Hot smoke. Yeah. Really? Okay. So you don't prepare the chicken before that, right? You just 
Well, we smoke it and then pull it and then toss it in with the with the okay. sauce and the chips and everything. Wow. Yeah. All right. So chiliki is for brunch and uh, dinner menu. You've got this this vegetarian dish. It sounds like which vegetables, which I love. But what's something that is, I'm I'm gonna like? Wow. This is Eric Jackson's cuisine. Um, I'm really into vegetables, so right now I got a <laughs> rigatoni with uh, grilled corn, fresh chanterelles. I'll use a little bit of ricotta to kind of emulsify it like you would butter. Mm-hmm. Um, a lemon gremolata to kind of brighten it all up. Yeah. Really nice. And what's is that? A, so is it an olive oil or uh, just a, sort of a garlic base? Or what do you got in that sort of the uh, tossing it around? Is this the ricotta? Uh, we use cornstock and ricotta oh, yeah, as opposed to butter. Um, yeah, so that's mm. where your liquid comes from. Yeah, that sounds really, really good. And how long have you been there? Uh, I've been there almost three years. Really? Yeah. So you just came on right after they opened? Uh, two months after they and opened. And you worked your way up, or did they say, you know what, E EJ, you're the man? I came on as executive. Wow. Yeah. All right, so you had some cred, huh? Oh, yeah. That's very cool. Speaking with Eric Johnson, the executive chef of Capital Cider on the corner of Broadway and Pike. Hours are weekends for Saturday and Sunday, um, and then lunch Monday through Friday? Monday through Friday, lunch, uh, 11 to 2. Um, brunch is 10 to 3. And dinner, we start at 4. Do they make a, like a, um, a cider mimosa? They do make a cider really? mimosa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you got some cool spark. Well, you got to pour me some cider here. I know you've got five uh, bottles here. And before we get into talking with uh, Greg Drobot, who's the uh, CFO of Face Rock Creamery, uh, he apparently he signs the checks, but he's come bearing cheese, which I love. He's like a little of those wise men uh, bearing gifts to the one who bears Christ. That would be me. <laughs> I love it. What kind of ciders you got for me? Uh, let's see. We brought a nice array. I got um, Asphalt from the UK. <laughs> I uh, got some Wandering Angus out of Oregon. Wow. I got uh, some ciders. I got Asphalt and Wandering Angus. That's right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, folks, stick around. I'm going to dig on these ciders. We come back with Eric Jackson, uh, executive chef of Capital Cider, and Greg Drobot, who's the, uh, well, the cheese man, the, the head cheese at Face Rock Creamery. Stick around, folks. We'll be right back here on Happy Hour Radio. Big names, big news. Sean Hannity, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. Talk Radio 570, KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends, and you're listening to Happy Hour Radio. Now back to Seattle, Somalia, Christopher Chan. All right, happy Saturday night. Welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. Time for round three, and I hope you're drinking some cider tonight. I got five glasses of cider in front of me. And it looks like uh, four or five plates of cheese. I got Greg Drobot, who is the CEO, owner, actually president of Face Rock Creamy down in Bandon, Oregon. And executive chef Eric Jackson, who is over at Capital Cider on Broadway and Pike. Um, Eric, you brought me some ciders. We talked about the, the ass ball and then the wandering Angus. And what else do you got for me? Uh, I got this Zephyr out of New Zealand that's a uh, hopped cider. So some of those fresh hops in there. And then I got Selt cider out of France. I have their uh, Thirsty Warrior cider. And then my favorite, the Castagnon out of Asteria, Spain. Okay. Well, we've got... So the Asphalt and the Wandering Angus are from... Uh, the Asphalt is from the UK and the Wandering Angus is from Oregon. Oh, Wandering Angus from Oregon. Wow. Do you have like a lost cow out there. Uh, Greg, <laughs> speaking of cows, you're the you're the cheese guy. I am. I am. So, how did you get into cheese? Did you like uh, love Velveeta as a kid? 
I uh, I grew up in the kitchen with my my mom, uh, but I really got into cheese and face rock through real estate. So uh, kind of a, a weird change of fate, but from condos to curds. So uh, <laughs> oh, I like that condos to curds. Yep, I moved to uh, Bandon, Oregon, small town on the southern Oregon coast that was famous for making cheese. They had a cheese factory in operation for about a hundred years. They called it a factory, huh? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Big, big time. At one point, they made the largest ever cheese wheel uh, in Bandon, a 2,000-pound wheel, and shipped it out of there. So big history. And when I moved to Bandon for real estate, uh, my project ended, and the old factory was closing down. And I thought it would be really fun to get into a different business. So, really? Yeah. So you said, oh, there's a big empty factory, and I, they probably don't know what they're doing. I'm going to get in there and show them what's, how to do it? <laughs> well, uh, I uh, I knew some really good cheesemakers, the the folks that were actually in the old creamery. Uh, cheesemaker Brad Cinco uh, actually came up and was the uh, first cheesemaker for Beecher. So he came up here and developed a lot of their recipes, and uh, when I was ready to get my cheese factory going, he was uh, able to come Your back home. Your cheese factory. Yep. I love it. Greg Drobot and the cheese factory. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a book. Better than Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many cheeses do you produce? We produce about 16, 17 cheeses, primarily cheddar cheese. Uh, we do some fromage blanc and some other uh, fresh cheeses, but uh, this uh, area in Oregon was always famous for making cheddar. Uh, the cows and the butter fat and components of the milk in that area lend itself really well to cheddar. So Okay, and so let's talk about the history of cheese. Cheddar is a, an English uh, cheese, correct? Correct. All right, so do you have the same kind of cows? Do you have the same kind of grass? Do you have the same kind of what? Uh, all of the above. So right. uh, the particular place where we are in Oregon, it's very coastal, very salty air, very rugged, so very similar to the... Uh, uh, the Engli- English countryside. Uh, but cheddar, that was brought over from England, uh, the way of making cheese. And it's really just a way to press out a lot of moisture out of the cheese. Mm. We curd it so it has a really long shelf life. It can age for almost indefinitely. So it's a very versatile cheese. I see. So the the, the uh, idea of aging cheese is about um, reducing the moisture content so you reduce bacteria, right? So Correct. it's all about salt, enzymes, and, and yep. things like and that. And way of preserving it, because I'm sure way back when you don't have refrigeration like a lot of things. Cheese, you don't have to refrigerate as long yeah. as it's a low moisture. <laughs> so um, what year did you start? Uh, we opened in May 2013, uh, actually really? on Mother's Day. So this past Mother's Day was our three-year anniversary. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you just jumped in with, uh, with the hip waiters and got into, uh, <laughs> you know, in, in, in World of Wine, you stomp grapes, but you don't actually stomp milk, right? No. I, I got up to my elbows in the cheese curd, though. But <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yep. And uh, there's something called squeaky cheese. Do you have yep. those? Yeah, that's a cheese curd. So that's basically fresh cheddar cheese. So that's the step right before it's pressed into a block and aged. All right. And this, you know, the funny thing about cheddar cheese is that, uh, you know, the great marketers of the world, they put annatto in there, which is the, the color, a gold color of a seed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking at your cheeses. Your cheeses don't look as dark orange as most of the cheddars. Oh, natural. Oh, natural. All right. I'm looking at that cheese. I need a piece of cheese. What are you going to serve me? You got one I'm gonna cheese? Start, yeah, I'm going to start with our fromage blanc, which uh, is kind of like a grown-up mix between cream cheese and... Uh, uh, sour cream, so to say, but it's very light. It's more like a whipped cream in its texture. Okay, I'm going to drink whipped cream, sour cream, and cream cheese. Oh, my God. It's like ricotta. Mm-hmm. Similar texture to ricotta. Yeah, oh, fresh ricotta. this is called fromage blanc? Fromage blanc. Fancy name, but it's a very simple, delicious cheese. Mmm. Mm. You talk, say something. It's really good. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a great cheese to cook with. Thickens things. Uh, we add flavor to it. Imagine that with some honey in it. Uh, for the holidays, we do an eggnog and we do a pumpkin, so we can oh, add all kinds of flavors to it. Really? Mm-hmm. And this is um, 
So it's just basically salt and milk. It's got uh, culture, salter, uh, culture, salt, a little bit of rennet. It's strained uh, for a day and a half. And what's rennet again? Rennet is basically a coagulate. So it's okay. what turns the milk into kind of a pudding, kind of like jello. <laughs> but tastes a lot better. Like tallow or whatever they were using. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So Face Rock Creamery, three years old, mm-hmm. back in May 2013. Fromage Blanc. This is available here in Seattle. It is. Okay. So you can find it at Metro and PCC and things like that. PCC, uh, Fred Meyer, QFC, all the big guys. Oh, uh, lovely. Um, I dig it. That's something very spreadable. It's very soft. And uh, is this the right temperature to serve it? Um I like serving it a little warmer just so it opens up a little bit. Um, you can use it kind of at all temperatures, mm. but it needs to be stored in under refrigeration. Okay. Well, the um, Eric, the Aspal uh, cider you brought to me just really worked for that. Is that the, the pairing that I'm supposed to have? Did you guys think about this? Yeah, that was the pairing that I chose yeah, for nice. that. Yeah, it's nice and bright. It's kind mm-hmm. of delicate, too. Dry. Uh, dry, yeah. yeah really clean. And, and it cleans the palate because um, that's the beauty of having dry, meaning uh, no sugar, but also has a little bit of tannin into it. And so when you have fat and tannin, it always works. Um, Greg, what's the next cheese? The next one is our uh, kind of claim to fame at an early age here. That is our two-year extra-age cheddar. And uh, this particular cheese was named America's Best Extra-Age Cheddar last year by the American Cheese Society. Really? Yeah, so right out of the gate. That was cheese that we made two weeks after we opened. Oh, my goodness. Oh, really? So mm-hmm. this is actually like recently disgorged, as we would say in mm-hmm. uh, Champagne. Absolutely. Wow. Now, do you have to send them like 20 pounds of cheese so they can touch it? We, we actually have to sand it in the natural form, which would be a 40-pound block. So our FedEx bill for sending it over is quite large for that competition. Really? Yep. Wow. So when they taste these cheeses, they take that core. What's that What's that, that little thing uh, called? They, they call it a plug. A plug. So they take a plug, and it's basically oh just goodness. a hollow, uh, hollow core. All right. So are these cows like... You, you, you're massaging them? Are you giving them beer? <laughs> I mean, this is like Kobe beef cow it, cheese. It, it's amazing. We, we have three different kinds of cows. We have uh, a Holstein, Brown Swiss, and Jersey. Jersey, Brown Swiss give it extra butter fat. And what's unique about where we are, uh, grass grows pretty much year-round, so our cows are always on pasture. So that's what gives it a little bit of a more of a, a yellow-orange <laughs> tinge. A, that's a kind way of saying it rains a lot. <laughs> I love that. Yep. Now, you're on the coast? Yes. Mm, wow, two-year-old... How's that served? Is that an eight ounce or a pound block? How do you buy this? Mostly an eight ounce, a half pound piece. And it goes a long ways. And you're very generous because that's a huge plate of cheese. <laughs> I know my pal Kevin loves cheese. Um, so second cider is the Wandering Angus. Yeah, it's a great, it uh, goes with cheddar, spicy foods, barbecue, pork. Um, I think it's really, you know, it's tart a little bit, semi-dry. Um, a little bit of more. You're right. Ginger That's a com- comparative one, whereas the other one was a little contrast. Yeah. Um, yeah. That cheddar actually has a, a nice acidic bite, um, lots of flavor, complexity, but smooth and creamy and really delicious in the mouth. Uh, Wandering Angus is available by the bottle, or is this on tap? Uh, we have it on tap at Capital Cider, but you can also find it in a bottle at yeah. Capital Cider or a <laughs> few other bottle shops around town. Yeah, if you're looking for anything, just go to Capital Cider. We right? got it. All right. Uh, Greg, what's the next cheese? All right, so uh, this is a cheddar again, but we're getting into more of our creative cheeses. This is our Garlic Vampire Slayer Cheddar. What? So it's a four-month-aged uh, wow. uh, cheddar. That is garlicky. Yeah, we, we don't mess around with our flavoring. Oh, so how do you add garlic? I mean, you actually roasting garlic, cloves, or what? We, we have a uh, another local supplier oh in God. Oregon that makes a proprietary garlic blend want, for us. I want a pizza like this. Oh, it's great on eggs oh and burgers, God. too. 
<laughs> oh, wow. So we, we add the, uh, the garlic seasoning with the curd. So it's not mixed in with the milk or anything like that. It's at the curd stage. We mix it in with the salt, basically, uh, so it, nothing gets washed away. So it all sticks right in there. That is amazing. So it's not just garlic flavor because we age it for four months. It has some sharpness in the cheese beginning to develop. So it's much more interesting cheese. Wow. Um, Vampire Slayer. Yep. Is you got a you got a sister named Buffy or something? <laughs> Sells really well in October. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> uh, so fun. So uh, this is the hopped Pippin, right? Uh, yeah, the hop from New Zealand. Um, yeah, I thought the herb, the you know the herb notes and everything oh, yeah. go well with the cheddar and the mm. garlic. Nice job. It's good to have a chef that actually understands um, acid and. Uh, uh, salt and all the things that go into food and wine pairing or as we say cider pairing hey um i've got greg drobot who is the president of uh, face rock creamery in bandon eric jackson executive chef of capital cider i am just digging on this cheese when we come back from this break oh my goodness uh i'm gonna try two more ciders and it looks like two more cheeses is that right yep okay do you have a twitter handle I do, at Face Rock Cheese. At Face Rock Cheese. At E Jackson 12. At A Jackson 12. E Jackson. E Jackson. Okay, yeah. I love it. Hey, folks, stick around. We'll be right back on Happy Hour Radio. He's back, and he's in charge. Kirby Wilbur, live and local, weekdays 9 to noon. Talk Radio 570, KVI. KVI, want to know weekends. Time for another round of Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right, what a great Saturday night. Hope you're having a good time. Time for round four. I've got five glasses in front of me. How about you? And uh, five plates of cheese. Hanging out with Greg Drobot, who's the president of Face Rock Creamery in Bandon, Oregon, and executive chef of Capital Cider, uh, Senior Eric Jackson. Um, tasting some great cheese. I had the uh, two-year-aged cheddar. I got the Vampire Slayer garlic cheddar. And what's next? The next is uh, our favorite cheese for all the pepperheads out there. Uh, this is called our In Your Face Spicy 3 Pepper Cheddar. Well, you made it sound easy, right? In Your Face Spicy 3 Pepper Cheddar. Is that really? Wow. It, it has jalapeno. Quote, in ha- your face. Yeah. Well, play on words with face rock. Uh, mm. uh, jalapeno, habanero, and then sweet red pepper to round it out. Red, green, and orange peppers. And again, that's aged for four months. So unlike a pepper jack or something that you just taste heat, this has a really good base cheddar flavor to it. Well, I find that habanero is one of the most delicious, purest chili flavors in the world. I think it just adds so much complexity to it. Um, This is hot, but just enough to to make you want to take a sip of cider. What do I got here? Uh, In front of you, you have the uh, Salt Thirsty Warrior out of Brittany, France. So it's a little heavier, it's a little sweeter, it's going to tone down that heat a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, should be a really nice pairing. Nice job. The way, in the wine world we say heat with sweet, or sweet with heat, and uh, that really works. Um, gosh, so fun. How You said four months? This is aged four months? Aged for four months, yes. Yeah. And uh, is two years the longest aging you have? No, the next cheese you're going to try is uh, a three-year cheddar. A three-year cheddar. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I'm, I'm waiting. Let's I'm right over it. here. Okay. So um, is uh, this is like two years, but they had an extra. It's like 11. Yeah. So the, this was cheese that was developed literally the minute we opened our doors. So uh, it's kind of like a time capsule biting into that. You can kind of taste 
what the cows are doing at that point in time and it kind of captures the the sense of what was going on so it's got a delicious oh. sharpness to it uh, it's got a little crystallization in it just much more intense gets, mm. gets you puckering and it's um there's there's more weight to it it's kind of a, having gravity it's mm -hmm. got gravitas it's got body mm -hmm. um and the creamy texture yeah is is not only delicate it's it's a firm creaminess which mm -hmm. makes you want it's like al dente creamy yeah and what's unique about our cheese is we buy all of our milk from one local uh, dairy so we can really control the quality of the milk high butter fat that's what gives the creaminess a lot of sharp cheese it's kind of rubbery uh, and, and harsh. This is just really smooth, really delicate. Mm, how can we find all your cheeses? Uh, FaceRockCreamery.com. You can buy all of our cheeses. We're also available in most of the uh, local grocery outlets here in Seattle. Really? Mm -hmm. So when we think about that, FaceRock Creamery, you may have never heard of it, um, and these probably take time. It's like wine, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, so these probably have a little more investment, but the flavor is so beautiful that it's worth it. Absolutely. Uh, and a little goes a long way. Yep. And a problem with cheese is that we're always like, you know, throw on the cheese and like you never have <laughs> enough cheese, but you don't need much of this. In fact, but you're just like stuck because it's like popcorn. I need more popcorn. Totally. <laughs> oh, wow. Greg Drobot, uh, president and uh, congratulations on, on finding a new dream and passion. Thank you. Um, great cheeses. So you have, what, uh, nine more, right? You said <laughs> exactly. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Eric Jackson, you the last cider you paired with this uh, three-year cheddar is... Uh, this is the Castignon. It's uh, my favorite cider. Um, it's Spanish. It's funky. It's bright. It's oh, yeah. sour. It's barnyardy. It's amazing. Yeah. Some people call it dirty. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the beauty about um, ciders from Spain is that, you know what, this is how it's done. And uh, it, it it's actually a lot like cheese because you get this, this uh, what is it, this culture. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, what do these cost typically? Are these like $8 bottles or $10 bottles? Um, the Castellons are probably about a $10 bottle. I think the highest is probably the Wanderlust. So Wandering Angus is a little higher. But these are all $20 to $10, $10 range. $20 to $10, I like that. Twenty. Uh, and the cheeses, um, what's a what's a ballpark for our 8-ounce or 16-ounce loaf of cheese? They're all sold right around uh, 8 ounces, and they're between 6 and $9 for, mm. uh, for 8 ounces. Excellent. And... Uh, how much cheese are you producing? How many pounds? Do you call it pounds or what do you call Everything's it? Everything's by pounds. Okay. So uh, last year we produced about 300,000 pounds of cheese. How much milk does that take? Uh, the yield is 10%. So that would be 3 million pounds of milk that we uh, bought to make 300,000 pounds of cheese. Wow. Yeah. Where does all the rest of it go? It's all water. It's whey. And we uh, send that back to the dairy. It has great nutrients. It has some protein and lactose in it. The cows love it. So they mix they it eat in with, it? Yeah, they mix it in with the silage, grass, and grain, and they eat it up like crazy. And do you have any waste or anything like that? The farm has waste. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so fun. Greg Drobot, uh, president of Face Rock Creamery, Eric Jackson, executive chef, Capital Cider. Guys, this is a real treat. Thanks for joining me on Happy oh. Hour Radio. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Oh, I love it. Hey, folks, I'm, I'm knee-deep in cheese and uh, hip-high and cider. Uh, love it. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, remember, if you ever miss one, it's happyhourradio.net. And uh, I look forward to seeing you next week and every Saturday night right here on 570 KVI, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. If you have any questions, send me an email to ask at happyhourradio.net. And remember, folks, life is always better with a designated driver. Cheers! Cheers.